Hello, and welcome to this episode of Talking Sports with TK. I am your host, Tommy Christ, and I appreciate you listening to my podcast. Today, we're going to talk about Major League Baseball. Some rule changes this year, a few coming next year, including one that's kind of controversial. And then, of course, opening day. Next week, all the teams will get going, except for Seattle and Oakland, who've already played a couple of games over there in Tokyo. Seattle has the best record in baseball at 2-0. and I'm going to be joined by Ben Nyhart. Ben and I have done several podcasts together about baseball, Major League Baseball. It's all good stuff. Certainly a lot going on with March Madness, college baseball, travel baseball is cranking up, uh, football, spring practice for Ed Orgeron and the LSU Tigers. So there's a lot going on, but talking sports with TK is uh, right at, right down the middle coming at you about all kind of sports, especially baseball. And today we're going to talk Major League Baseball and some rule changes in the opening day. And then how about that contract for Mike Trout? A lot of money, whole lot of money being thrown around. Hey, please share this podcast with all of your friends. It's available on all the major platforms, Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, TuneIn, Stitcher, and many, many more. Like the favorite button so you'll know when a new podcast comes out. There is an option to support the podcast financially. If you'd like to do that, that is strictly optional. Don't forget to connect with me on social media. Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Talking Sports with TK has its own Facebook and Instagram account as well. So connect on social media. Share this podcast with your friends. I am Tommy Chrysam. This is Talking Sports with TK. We'll be joined by Ben Nyhart when we come back after this quick message. Stay tuned. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm now being joined by Ben Nyhart. Ben and I have done a couple of podcasts together about baseball, and we got plenty more coming for you as the season is getting ready to open up, albeit Seattle and Oakland playing a couple of games over in Tokyo. Seattle has the best record in baseball. They're 2-0, so they can brag about that until the season opens next week. Ben, how are you doing? I am doing fine. It is a Friday, and it is almost time for regular season baseball to start, so I'm doing fantastic. Well, you know, everybody's consumed with March Madness, and I get that. It's a spectacle. It's a huge sports event, but I I think I posted on social media my bracket that just said MLB starts March 28th. Uh, I didn't do a bracket. I mean, I've always done one this year. I said, the heck with it. I'm putting more focus on baseball. Yeah, we I did I did a couple with my wife and and um you know she's uh she's got bragging rights for the last couple of years. So just to go to show you that doesn't really take any she doesn't watch any college basketball, not even a sports fan at all, but just goes to show you just anybody can fill out a bracket and you know and, and end up doing well. So I, I don't really take I don't really take those into account either. 
Well, you know, definitely luck is involved. A good buddy of mine, Dave Scandaliato, out in Las Vegas, he's, he's a professional touter gambler. And he'll tell you the first thing he'll tell you is you got to be lucky <laughs> with betting. So you also have to be lucky when filling out a bracket. But, hey, MLB, play ball. You know, I, I wrote a thesis in college about baseball, and I, and I, I had one of my quotes that was, you know, when I was a little kid, I grew up thinking the last two words to the national anthem were play ball because the ump would always yell play ball after the anthem and I, I wish I knew who was the originally said that quote but they're about to play ball in major league baseball and I am very excited very fired up yeah I am too this is like the uh I remember when I was in college southeastern this was like a holiday for us you know we nobody would go to class <clears throat> we would just take off uh, of school that day and we would just sit around and watch baseball all day you know just watch the, the games from uh you know 11 a.m to the last game that started on the west coast at at 9 p.m so that was one of the highlights uh that's why i stayed at southeastern for seven years so the- <laughs> <laughs> well you know I, I was crazy enough this week i, I was up at uh, five in the morning listening to those <laughs> games from tokyo with uh seattle and Oakland. And uh, one thing I do want to talk about uh, Ichiro Suzuki, you know, announced his retirement after the two games in Tokyo. That's where he's from. Uh, that was a special time for him and for baseball and for Tokyo baseball and, and the league in Japan. He, he'll be in the Hall of Fame the first minute he's eligible to be in the Hall of Fame. A guy that, that, that played the game the right way and knew how to hit a baseball. Uh, I enjoyed watching him play. Yeah, Ichiro. I mean, he was uh, he was a phenom coming in. I mean, I, I think when he actually broke in, he was in his late twenties, maybe. Uh, and you know, I remember, and he was uh, just one of the the best control hitters. Kind of like remind you, you know, uh, the way his bat control. You know, he could just put the ball wherever he wanted, and with the speed that he had, he was able to. You know, I think he's one of the very few hitters that averaged like 200 hits per season for a long time. So definitely one of the uh, one of the all time greats and, and definitely deserving of being on that first, you know, that first ballot Hall of Famer for sure. We want to talk about a couple of rule changes that are happening this year and some that are on the table for the following season in 2020. And it all goes back to this pace of play thing. You know, so many people act like they're worried about the length of the games. The only people who care about the length of the games are the television people, which means Major League Baseball cares about it because the television money is why people like Machado and Harper and Trout have got the contracts that now, but I, I beg to differ. I don't think fans care about the pace of play. I'm going to Houston Memorial Day weekend, watch the Astros and the Red Sox, and most people don't go to eighty all eighty one home games. I bet you there's never been anybody go to a baseball game at any park in America, look at their watch and say, "Well, you know, this game's been three hours now. I, I'm going to get up and leave." I just don't see that being the issue. I understand it's follow the money, it's TV money, but I don't care. If I go to, I'm going to see the Astros and the Red Sox play, I hope they go 20 innings. That'll mean I see more baseball. Or I hope I see a great nine-inning game, and I don't care if it takes two hours and 55 minutes or three hours and 55 minutes. I'm there to watch Major League Baseball. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm with you. I, I don't see – 
I don't see like the typical fan. I mean, I, I, I don't know where this is, you know, I, I see where it's coming from. Obviously it's, it's a money thing with the TV money and things like that. But I mean, when you're, you're a baseball fan, even if you're not a baseball fan, you you don't go to, you know, you don't, you're not there sitting watching your, you know, watching your watching, man, this has been going on for a while. Like, what are they going to end this thing? You know, it's more like you go there to enjoy the game. You don't really go. Um, because you know, you're not, you're not thinking about the time that it takes to play a baseball game. Like this is, to me, the pace of play is, is a non-issue to probably the majority, the overwhelming majority of fans. I mean, to me, I think it's just a, it's just a, it has to do with money. I mean, you're following the money on this. So uh, to me, it's just not, it's a non-issue. A couple of things they're going to do this year. They're going to shorten some of the commercial breaks during regional broadcasts, shorten them a little more during the national broadcast, but they're not going to get rid of the sponsors. There's going to be logos on the screen or, yeah, you know, the PGA Tour, they do this thing, let's play through now, and they split the screen, and you still get to see the guy hit his shot or, or hit his putt, and you got a commercial on the right side of the screen. So baseball is going to do something like that uh, to get those commercials in because they don't want to give up any of that money, and I understand that. So most fans probably won't notice the difference with mm-hmm. that. Uh, another rule change, Ben, the trade deadline. You know, it's going to be hard, fast, July 31 now. You always had the two trading deadlines with the waiver wire thing in August. Uh, that was so confusing. I, nobody understood it. So I think this is a good move. One trade deadline, you know, there'll be a flurry of activity from the buyers and the sellers that last week of July. I, I like this rule change. Yeah, I kind of like it too. It makes it very black and white now. It was always, you know, you always heard July 31st, that's the trade deadline. But then there's always this, uh, you know, there's these people that pass through waivers and things like that. And I'm like, well, what? I thought the trade deadline, like it's a deadline. Obviously, that's a loose loose term was a deadline. But like now it's, it's very black and white. No one's getting uh, no one's getting traded past the thirty first. So I, I think that's a very good good move for baseball. It just makes it very clear, very precise, um, no ambiguity there. So I definitely like that move for sure. Also, going to change up the way they select the all stars again. This is about fan involvement. You're going to have some voting, and you're going to have one day, like one twenty four hour period, almost like election day the all-stars they're just trying to put more attention on the all-star game it's a spectacle it's an exhibition game i get that i have voted in past years uh, for the all-star stuff and now that you can do it online that's pretty cool no no big deal there home run derby now they're going to give a million dollars to the winner they're trying to create interest tv ratings for the home run derby have dropped you know a lot of these guys don't want to go participate because they say it affects their swing and it changes them up and we've had guys do great at the home run derby then have a slump for two months after that it's an exhibition it is what it is uh, as part of the all-star games uh, festivities and i guess it's great for the kids and hey chicks dig the long ball so the home run derby's kind of here to stay but I don't get into the home run derby a whole lot but uh, they, they throw in a few dollars and they're just trying to get some more attention to it yeah, I mean, I, I actually enjoy the home run derby. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's fun to watch these guys, especially like, you know, the, the guys that uh, 
that, that can hit it, like literally hit it, you know, 500 feet and, and just watch them just swing as hard as they can and see how far they can hit a ball. And I, you know, I, I get it now. Now you're getting paid a million bucks, man. That's gonna. I think that might incentivize some of the bigger name guys to start doing it and get a little more interest in the home run derby. So I, I like it because I watched it last year because they had a couple of Cubs in there, you know, Javi Baez and, and Schwartz, we both did it. So I definitely watch it whenever there's a cub in there. But uh, but now I think, you know, you're going to draw some of the uh, bigger names, man, a million bucks. I and mean, that's hard to pass up. So I, I, I kind of like it. Yeah, but that's like uh, pocket change to Trout and Harper. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, 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 we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. We're visiting with Ben Nyhart. This is Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Talking Sports with TK has its own Facebook page and Instagram account if you want to connect. Ben, a couple of changes that are on the table for 2020. Two of them. One is they're going to up the roster from 25 guys to 26. No big deal there. It's great. It gives another guy a chance to be on a major league baseball roster. They're also changing the DL. The uh, it's going to be the IL now. Instead of the disabled list, it's the injured list from 10 to 15 days. No big deal there. People abuse the 10 day thing with stashing pitchers and whatnot. But the big thing that I have a huge concern with. This minimum three batters faced by a pitcher entering the game. I don't like it for a variety of reasons. I want to hear what you think about that uh, rule that right now is set to go in in 2020, although we don't know that it will actually happen. Yeah, I've I read up on this, and I think they're they're going to try this out in, in a uh, in a minor league um, affiliate somewhere. And I am, man, I, I can't see this how this is going to be good. Like this is you're taking away a strategy. I mean, you're, you're you're taking away strategy from a lot of the managers. I mean, you're 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 going to just require somebody to face three batters. I mean that that's, that's like a, I mean, I, I don't like that at all. I mean, you're, you, you're going to take away, you know, the guy like, you know, I know Joe Madden, those guys are, um, they, they like to have those matchups, the lefty lefty matchups, the, you know, the righty righty matchups. Now that you're going to, you're going to force them to keep that player in. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, that's for me, that's taken away from, uh, and, I, and I know I've always heard about people like, well, that's, you know, the old school people like the integrity of the game. And that's why big league baseball had been, you know, failing for a while. The viewership was down, things like that, because they didn't change any of the rules. And now they're changing some of these rules for the worse. And I'm like, this is, this is crazy. I mean, you can't, you can't, I, for me, you can't, it doesn't, doesn't make any sense to have, you know, to, to enforce someone to stay in the game. Um, that to me is like one of the worst rule changes. If they, if they go through with this, I hope this, I hope this falls flat on its face and I hope somehow this gets changed and does not go into effect because you're, you really are, you're, 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 you know, you're basically questioning the integrity of the game by forcing a player to stay in. Like that's, that's totally against like my, my vision of baseball. You can't, you can't force someone to stay in the game to face three batters. Uh, one of the words you used uh, that I think fits here is strategy. You're affecting the strategy of the game, okay, for, for so many. And baseball, you know, the old saying, don't fix something if it's not broke. Baseball's not broke, okay? You know, so what if you got mound visits? I mean, it's part of the game. If you don't like it, don't go to the game. Don't watch. Don't listen to it. But, you know, the strategy of the game, I'm all about rule changes and you try to make things better. And sometimes, uh, you know, the game itself forces a rule change. But when you start affecting the strategy by 
about a manager who's paid to win, the players who are paid to win. You know, you're affecting the strategy. You're handcuffing their ability to perhaps win. And that's the bottom line is, you know, win the baseball game, win your division, win the pennant, win the World Series. So Mm -hmm. I'm like you. I'm hoping that, you know, smarter people than you and I figure out that this is not good and that it won't become a thing uh, in 2020. Yeah. I, I'm okay with them trying it in the minor leagues. That's right. I'm okay with that. Hopefully that tells them, look, this, this is not a good thing because I'd hate to see you get down to September and, you know, you're trying to win a division or get a wild card spot and you got to right. go to this rule and then you lose a game or you don't win a game. And the, the manager says, well, you know, if I could have changed the pitcher, we'd have had a better chance. You know, that that's what we don't want to see. We don't want to have, but uh, we'll see, but I am so fired up about baseball starting. Like I said, I was up early listening to the games from Tokyo, and I just can't wait. I'm going to watch and listen to as much baseball as I can, but that's the norm for yep. me. I do that all the time. So I'm fired up about the season, and, and I know you are as well, man. Yeah, I'm very, very fired up, man. This is this is the best time of the year. It's spring. You know, the weather's starting to change finally, uh, you know, uh, and then, man, we get to watch baseball. I got my, I got my baseball package set up so I can watch any game and, it, you know, so that, that's always, uh, I mean, it's a hundred and I think it's like $29 a month for something like that, but I mean, well worth every penny. I can watch any game that I want. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I just love watching baseball. Like if there's a good pitching matchup, man, that's, that's for me, that's what's, that's what baseball is about, man. It's about pitching about, and about, like you said earlier about strategy and just enjoying the game and watching, you know, watching, uh, watching the strategy of the game. That's for me, I can't wait to be able to take uh, Easton to some of these games and, and be able to kind of, you know, teach him about it and things like that. And opening day is, is kind of like the pinnacle um, of of the of the springtime baseball season, so I, I love opening day. I'm very excited, Ben Nyhart. We're going to do this again in a couple of weeks, or maybe after the season gets going, we'll talk about some of the top stories. But before we go, the, the contract for Mike Trout is just through mm-hmm. the roof, and, and what I like about it. No opt-out, no trade clause. Yep. Same deal with Harper with the Phillies. You know, this to me shows the commitment back from the player that, hey, okay, you're going to get me. So mm-hmm. I like that, and I think that's going to be a trend. We'll start to see that a lot. But uh, I, I'm, I'm wanting to know if Mike Trout could maybe adopt me because uh, yeah, he, he would never know, but I'd have some money. His <laughs> great, 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 great grandson's already taken care of. What a contract. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to try and look at my family tree today, see if there's somewhere along the line that I'm related to Mike Trout. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean, you really don't. Uh, I mean, did the Angels really have a choice here? I mean, like, because they let him, you know, they let him walk after the season. Then, I mean, you let the best player in baseball walk. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, you kind of had to do it. I think, you know, I, I had friend, we were talking about this with some friends the other day. And, uh, you know, it's like, well, I don't think any player deserves that kind of money. I said, well, they, he, they deserve the money that they're willing to pay him, $430 million. I mean, hey, if they're willing to pay it, you can't blame Mike Trout for taking it. So, But I think long, that long-term, you know, commitment uh, is good for both just the Angels and, and uh, Mike Trout. just shows that they're committed. Um, we'll see how it plays out. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's a long time. So, um, you know, but like I said, I don't think really either side – 
could have said no. I think for the Angels, it's great. For Mike Trout, obviously, it's great. But, uh, man, the money just keeps getting bigger and bigger. I, I can't wait to see what happens with some of the other free agents uh, coming up next year. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to wait and see on all that. Well, Ben, it's always fun talking baseball with you, having a blast with these podcast uh, things. And we ask folks to share it with as many people as they possibly can. And we'll do this again in a couple of weeks, man. I'm looking forward to it, man. All right, Ben, you take care. All right, thanks, Tommy. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.